Hey, hello, how are you? This is a show for everyone else. Instead of going after top 1% of the world, we dedicate this podcast to celebrate the lives of the unsung heroes and self-made artists. Hi there, this is Fei Wu, and you're listening to the Face World podcast. This is part of a series called Documentary Minis to teach you how you can make your first documentary or docu-series without Hollywood credentials or being a professional filmmaker. Even better, you don't need a crazy budget to produce a film. The documentary minis are released every two weeks in between our regular interview episodes starting in October 2018 focusing on topics from budgeting, planning, to production, traveling on the road, post-production, marketing of the documentaries, and many more. I'm going to cover topics through the entire life cycle of documentary filmmaking. Hey, last time, about two weeks ago, we talked about how to ideate and plan for your documentary. Today, we're doing a deep dive into budgeting. People say, the only thing harder than making a documentary is to finance it. But it doesn't have to be that way. A bit on my background before I dive into budgeting. I did work as a project manager and digital producer for about 10 years. In other words, I get a kick out of working in spreadsheets that some people may not be as familiar with. Don't be intimidated by this or by me. Yes, you can budget for a documentary the same way you've planned for your grocery, your weekend trip, your wedding, your kid's college tuition. It's a process, and I'm here to demystify that. Some people prefer the back of an envelope, some prefer Excel, and for me, I love Google Spreadsheet. Simply by visiting faceworld.com forward slash blog forward slash 102, you'll be able to access the simplest budget spreadsheet with all the elements and questions you need to think about and consider for producing your documentary. I've also included a more comprehensive and somewhat complicated spreadsheet you can move on to after you've done the simple one. This more detailed line item spreadsheet is often required for sponsorship and film festival award submissions. Even for someone like me who is familiar with spreadsheet, that one is pretty daunting. Let's spit out some numbers here. According to PBS POV, Average documentaries cost between $300,000 on the low end to over a million dollars. There are average numbers, though the range is still fairly significant. Sure, some of the Netflix and Hulu original documentaries you've seen probably cost a lot more, and Joe Schmo's no-budget documentary costs a lot less than $300K. As for FaceWorld, our original budget was $60,000, and we met just that. A number of factors that can attribute to budget decrease or increase, and the following probably sounds like common sense to you, but still worth pointing out. First off is location and travel. It's about the number of cities that you need to go to, perhaps even countries outside of where you live. The travel can vary significantly, as well as the location for the actual shoot. So think about, do you need to rent a place decorate it, or could you ask friends and favors from people where you can actually film in certain locations for free? Talent is another thing. All our on-screen talent 
myself included, worked for free. Next up is airfare and accommodation. Airline tickets could cost a lot or not very much at all. Same for accommodation. If you're traveling with multiple people, sometimes it's a lot cheaper and easier to live in an Airbnb or similar accommodation as opposed to multiple hotels or hotel rooms. Watch out for those conferences, holidays, and move-in days, which may drive up the cost for those line items as well. Next thing is meals. Eating pizza all day probably isn't realistic, and a poor diet makes the already exhausting filmmaking journey even more intense. When we're traveling in LA and New York, we're very lucky because we're surrounded by delicious restaurants without costing too much money. But it is maybe part of the research you want to look into ahead of time. Also, think about entertainment for yourself or your team, but also on-screen talent. Do you need to take people to go see your show, or do they need to join you as part of、um, your dinner with your team by yourself? And those costs, depending on where you go, can be significant as well. Next up is equipment. The camera equipment isn't just a camera alone. So to list a few things, and it's better to talk to your cameraman and maybe your director about this. A camera, a monitor, a focus unit, lenses. Yes, different lenses, not just one.、Um, batteries, chargers, sticks, recording media, memory card, reflectors, lighting kit. After we did the math that renting all these equipments. And to travel with them on the road for two weeks cost almost the same as buying them. So, I decided to invest my budget into purchasing these equipments. And in case you are wondering, we decided on a cinematic camera that's probably middle of the road for professional filmmakers. But for us, it was a serious investment. We had a Canon C200. The last couple of items are gas and ground transportations, and this is really easily overlooked. You need a rental car and likely a big one. I was traveling with three other people, and we had the biggest vans that you could possibly get through a rental car company. And our equipment's pretty much filled up the back of the car. Lastly, incidentals, insurance, and just general in case stuff. At least put down 10% of your budget just to have it be catch all. And I would recommend if you're very new to this and you don't feel confident, set aside maybe 15 to 20 percent of the budget in case you go over. Let's break it down in terms of who are involved in the documentary filmmaking. You probably have heard executive producer, producer, director, photographer. So quickly on who they are and what they do. In the process of making Face World, I worked closely with my producer Dan Cooper and our director and. Director of Photography Ed Gregory. This person's role is to help assist the film production by establishing the visual look of the film. In my case, Ed worked closely with myself and also with the producer Dan to tell the story through the artistic and technical decisions that he made regarding lighting, film stock, shot selection, camera operation, and many other elements as well. In addition to these core team members, we also had a production assistant, PA. Rosie White, who was traveling with us, and she did a lot of work, including holding a GoPro and shot a lot of the behind-the-scenes videos, which I love. In an ideal scenario, you might also want to consider a second camera operations person in addition to Ed. 
In my case, I was very lucky because Dan could also operate a camera, so we didn't have a second cameraman and definitely saved some budget there. But the one area that is crucial that you cannot avoid is sound engineer. Every location we traveled to, we had a sound engineer, a different one in LA, a different one in Seattle, and a different one in New York. And their work is essential. My director, Ed, and producer Dan told me that person's job is even more important than having the super fancy cinematic camera. The sound has to be clear and has to be great. And it's going to be hard to summarize and articulate how much fee you'll be paying for each one of these people. And from my experience and through my research, the director of photography, a producer's day rate is anywhere between 500 to 1,000 or even well over $1,000. Sound engineers we have worked with range between 600 to $1,000, depending on the location and also duration of the shoot. Above is what's known as production cost for planning. Planning meaning some of the initial phone calls that you have with your producer and your director. And for me, I needed a workshop. It was actually a two-day in-person workshop so that we can all be in the same room. We had a whiteboard, we had stickers to figure out what we're trying to do. Last but not least, for post-production, the making of your film, you need an editor. And in our case, we have Herman, who is also the editor for our podcast since two and a half years ago. For first-time filmmakers, the budget is tight. Therefore, the people you hire to work for you aren't working for you full-time or anywhere near full-time. So for you to choose to work with your dream team, it means that you have to align with everybody's schedule. This is also part of pre-production, planning for the docu-series, negotiating everybody's time. That's probably plenty for this one episode and welcome your thoughts, your questions directly on our blog faceworld.com forward slash blog forward slash 102. As a reminder, the way I spell my name, Faye, is F-E-I. So our website is F-E-I-S-W-O-R-L-D. There you can access both spreadsheets we use for our docuseries, a standard approach for applying for grants and festivals. Turns out budgeting is the step where most people get stuck, especially if this is your first or second time making a documentary. At Phase World Production, we offer services to help creators like yourself to achieve your dream. So please contact me via phaseworld.com or hello at phaseworld.com to discuss how we can assist you in coming up with a feasible budget and possibly staff a team that helps you make your documentary a reality. Looking forward to hearing from you, and I will see you next week.